Welcome to Vaudeville. Today is an amazing episode. I am here with my sister. I am here with... Sophie! Woo! Woo! <laughs> <laughs> uh, so sit back, relax and enjoy. So Zoe, who are you? That is a good question. Um, I don't know. I don't know yet. Mm. And that is okay. That is very okay to not know. Yeah. Um, actually, like, you're very young, too, so <laughs> you have your whole life ahead of you to figure that out. But if I want to ask, like, okay, in a sense of, like, what is the day-to-day identity that people see of Zoe? How do you bring that it could not it probably isn't who you are but it's who people perceive you as um mm. i dare certain identities that you portray um to people um well the first thing that he will see is that i am well obviously black um and then i'm also nigerian i am studying mechanical engineering i go to pwi I am a practicing Catholic, uh, and the list goes on. Mm, that's mm-hmm. fascinating. Um, so let's slowly go to that one by one, because like it's like I said, it's okay to not be like yeah, and this is my full who I am. This is who Zoe is, but this is who the world sees me as. So let's unpack it and how you portray okay. them. Um, decide with like the obvious, you are black. <laughs> What does that mean to you? How is that like, is that very prominent in who you are? Or is that very prominent in like your day to day? Um, and how does that affect you in general? Um, I feel like it's very prominent in who I am. Um, everywhere I go, I, I am black. I represent like someone that's black. Um, I like the culture, the representation, the um, community, like I, I feel like most of my friends are black. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, I feel like everywhere really close, like, I guess there's, like, a strong uh, community that we have built together. Um, well, just in my, like, you know, friend group, I just, like, black people, you know. Um. Also, to, to add a little bit of that, because you're black and you did say you're Nigerian, which I feel like, technically, people don't look at you and be like, well, some people do, I will say. Someone has come up to me and be like, are you Nigerian? I was like, how do you know? <laughs> <laughs> like, that's like, added certain features that just, like, screams Nigerian without me opening my mouth. But yeah. usually, when you introduce yourself, you be like, hey, I'm Zoe. And they're like, where are you from? Do you always go, I am Nigerian? Like, how does that work out for you? Yeah, um, when they're like, oh, so, um, where are you from? I'm like, oh, from Houston. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm from Houston, but I'm Nigerian. You know? mm. Yeah. Or if I'm, like, in L.A., I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm from Houston, but I'm in Nigeria, you know? Yeah. Being Nigerian is, like, uh, that's me. Like, my, I was born there. I was, you know, that's, like, my culture, like, my everything, you know? Mm. The food I eat, the Nigerian, and stuff mm-hmm. like that. I would say there's this, like, weird saying that, oh, Nigerians, you know straight up. Like, when they come, they're very proud of being yeah. Nigerians. Like, they're loudest in the group. They're always like, oh, you know, Niger for sure. Yes. Uh, <laughs> we know they carry last. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, I feel like the music is what, like, you know, everyone is, 
you know, everyone, like, listens to this, the music, and, like, they all come from, you know, well, not all of them, but, like, most of them, like, Nigeria, like, even, like, people from here, like, oh, yeah, that Nigerian song, you know, Rema, or, like, Burna Boy, you know, stuff like that, and, like, yes, that's my people. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's my people. <laughs> Girl. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I would say definitely for me it's the food and that part of the culture. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like you're a whole different personality when you're like surrounded with predominantly Nigerian people versus like, you know, people who are not Nigerian. Um, it depends. I mean, like, I would say like there's all definitely going to be code switching. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, but like I want to say like my whole personality changes, you know, no, it's still like the same thing, like, but it's just like maybe the accent that i have yeah mine is not even like or or any people i feel like when nigerian music is played i just change entirely i like (laughs) i'm a whole nother person i was literally playing uh dk the song yeah bro the evil girl in me dreamt out was like hey hey she's that i see yeah i get that i get that yeah, um, I will say that there are a lot of things I definitely do like about, you know, definitely being Nigerian. Um, mm-hmm. I wouldn't definitely say every single thing I'm proud of because, like, there are a lot of things I am not proud of. Yeah. Um, but definitely the food is something I will brag about. I, to, I Like, if I yes. see someone who's, like, Ghanaian or, like, Senegalese or Cameroonian, I'm like, ah, our food yeah. is better. That's <laughs> right. Always. Our food is better. Okay, take your Ghanaian jollof and throw it in the trash. Throw it in the bin. <laughs> throw it in the bin. <laughs> um, and like our clothes, like I'm out here wearing like Nigerian designs, like church yeah. and those kind of things, and it just makes me so happy to somewhat represent. It's not totally resenting my culture because that's technically not the traditional traditional clothes. It's just like a yeah. traditional attire, um, in more like Englishish. <laughs> Uh, styles <laughs> but it makes me so happy wearing it i'm always like extra <laughs> when i yeah. have that on and um i do like the weddings not being yeah. in a while but like i am ready to throw it down I, yeah people listening if you're about to have a nigerian wedding or get married in a nigerian <laughs> wedding style you can always send invitations to us i might not know you yes I I I sure really want to go. I haven't been to one in a while. Yeah, since twenty nineteen, pre COVID. Yeah. I remember, um, and that was fun. Like that was, was fun. The thing about Nigerian weddings is that you never go home without food. That's parties exactly. in general. Like once you come for a Nigerian party, get ready to carry some plastic Tupperware yes, home. Yeah. Um, you yes. always eat to your full and they always force you to eat all the time. They always pass <laughs> by, have you eaten? Have you eaten? And I'm like, girl, I go have. Eat, go and eat. Go and eat. Uh-huh. What are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> go and get that. Uh-huh. There is plenty of food. Mm. There's always space to dance. They spraying of money. Obviously, do not take yes, that money. because like someone, my favorite part. Well, technically, you can't take the money. Don't take the money because someone will literally, like, beat you up if you do. No, okay. <laughs> um, but Well, that's for, like, because it's their wedding, you know. It, it was my wedding. I ain't picking the money. Hello? <laughs> <laughs> um, the spring of money. And I feel like that is just something that makes me happy about the culture. Like I said, there are many yeah. things, every, there are certain things I do not fancy about the country, but mm-hmm. there are certain things I stand by 
like I said, we always stand by the food. Um, always free yeah. Nigerian food here Definitely. and there. I cook Nigerian food mostly, but I get tired of my own cooking all the time. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm ready to go tonight. Like sometimes I'm like, oh, it's Thanksgiving. What am I going to get? Nigerian food. Nigerian food. Yes. When, when I graduated, when I was giving myself some, um, oh my birthday, sorry. The week <laughs> that week, I was like, treat yourself, Nigerian food. <laughs> Thanksgiving, treat yourself, Nigerian food. <laughs> My graduation <laughs> week, treat yourself, Nigerian food. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I love that. Um, yeah. I do love that part of our culture, our music. It's currently like raining. A lot of people are like, oh, Burner Boy, like you mentioned. Yes. Burner Boy and Rema and like Thames. Thames, Whiskey. Thames, yeah. Um, and people are like, oh my God, that's person Nigerian. Like, yeah, Nigerian, they carry last. Yes. You know, they carry last. <laughs> Um, what else? Okay, sorry. We I think we sidetracked a lot. Oh. <laughs> Maybe this whole podcast is just us talking about how Nigerian babies are <laughs> um, in uh, in America. Anywho, so you said you're a practicing Catholic. What does that mean to you? Um, I would say like I wasn't Catholic before, but I feel like being Catholic has brought me closer to God. Mm. And um, before then, I was just like, oh, yeah, church, just go to church. Yep, church. Mm-hmm. Every Sunday, church, yes, church. <laughs> but now, um, it's like I'm happy to go to church because I, you know, I would, it's, there's just a certain thing that the Catholic people do. It's just like, there's, it's, there's a sense of community and like, it's like a family. Mm. You know, I feel like at home at uh, the church, you know. Yeah. Like I said, it brought me closer to God. Like, I did the confirmation, baptism, you know. It was really fun, you know. <laughs> yeah, you did all that this year, actually. <laughs> yes. And how did that feel for you? Because I wish I could have seen it. Um, And, like, you get to choose your saint and all that. You had to have that whole experience. How was that for you? Yeah, it was It was really fun. Because, like, um, at first we had to, like, do classes. And honestly... Even though the classes were late, I actually enjoyed the classes because, like, it was, um, I learned more and um, certain things that I did not learn before, like, I learned more and I was, like, willing to learn, you know? Mm-hmm. And then the day came to be um, baptized and, like, confirmed and first communion. I mean, I've been baptized before, but, like, it was, like, a whole nother experience, like, from the Catholic side, like, oh, this is how they get baptized. And it was um, very fun, very... Um, the water did get in my eye though, and the priest, the priest, I was crying. I was like, "Uh, it was just water." But, but yes, the priest I, was crying. No, he thought I was crying because she was oh. like, "Like, oh, I saw that you, I saw you were crying." I was like, "No, it was just the water." <laughs> but um, I didn't know. And then like the confirmation part where uh we had to stand in front of the, like the people and like you know confirm our fate. Like, oh yes, I am, you know. I am now Catholic. I re- I re- remove like uh, I promise to you know follow God da da da, and um and then he came and like put this oil. He baptized me with the oil. I I was like, is this part of the baptism? This confirmation. <laughs> he just with the oil and like the oil was right in my eye again. Like it was just like that, and uh, and then the first communion, like you know, it was it was all like uh, a fun thing. Like it was very very beautiful experience mm. yeah i'm glad you liked it i'm excited to see your journey now as a full-blown catholic 
yes. um, person. And you talk about it bringing close, you closer to God. And I actually feel the same way. Because, yeah. like, definitely we were uh, <laughs> practicing Christians um, prior. And we love God. I will say yes. we did love God. Yes, We've always we loved God all our lives. It's not like, ooh. Always. <laughs> he's a great G.O.D. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but... Um, there was something missing, I feel. Mm-hmm. And I think mom makes it this weird comment that she feels like ever since we've like moved here and become Catholic, it feels like our prayers are... It feels like heaven feels closer. Yes, heaven feels closer, yeah. And like our prayers are getting answered better and we have a better yeah. understanding of who God is. Um, yeah. And I'll say, I agree. Mm-hmm. Um you said you feel at home wherever no matter the catholic community i'm in whether I, yeah. I find myself in somewhere in california or somewhere in seattle yeah. and i just find a catholic church it's the same thing it feels like same, same family too, everyone just like exactly. yeah um yeah. it doesn't feel any different you're just like oh you don't feel out of place it's like no matter what you're going to all do the same thing same and, thing yeah. yes and so that that sense of like community is already inbounded it also you know from the start yeah um and it's so beautiful. Um, it's, like I said, I've I feel prior. I feel like even while I was scattered a little bit, but like I feel like prior, I was just being. I love God myself. But like mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I was being Christian because I was like, uh, my parents are too. Yeah. I like my dad is a whole pastor. And all those <laughs> kind of things. Like I can have to be like this excitement in it, and I was excited. I was just like. There was just a sense of like there's something, yeah. And then I feel like that I had that whole fulfillment when we converted to Catholicism, and that was like very yes. in my own opinion. Um, I'm glad you feel that too, and like for you, you said it was very close with God. How has your relationship with God been built? I would say like like that time I didn't like um, my relationship with God was like. Oh yeah, he's there like to answer your prayers, like just pray, da da da, you know. But now I feel like I can like talk to God whenever, you know. Mm-hmm. Like he's always there. Like I can like have a full blown conversation with him, and you know he's like, I, I'll get an answer. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like um, I'm I'm I mean anytime like like there's this like faith that I have. Like my faith has been like, you know. It's grown, yeah. Faith has grown, where like I'm not really worried about like a lot of things. Like sometimes I might be like, oh yeah, I'm like worried about this, and I'm like, I'm just gonna put everything to God. Like God is gonna handle it, and you know, anxiety leaves, and like um, you know, the nervous I'm feeling, I'm just it just leaves. So it's, I feel like it's now like a what's that one relationship you have with someone that's like that, like uh, well, like a father, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I thought it like he is, yeah. Yeah, I agree. I definitely agree. It's uh has been a lot more eye opening for me spiritually. I'm always excited. Um yeah. to go to mass. It doesn't feel like stress. Mm-hmm. Not saying that it felt like stress before, it just kinda of was like, <laughs> this is a lot. <laughs> uh, yeah. and at one point I think I wasn't really paying attention to like a lot of the preaching. I was just like, Oh, I have to be here. Good. Uh and I'm here. <laughs> My body's yeah, here. <laughs> <laughs> My mind is not here. I'm out here thinking of what's the next album One Direction is going to bring out. Um, <laughs> that was literally me yeah. in love the church services. I'm sorry. 
um, <laughs> if any of my parents are listening to this. Um, <laughs> um, sorry, Dad and Mom. Um, but that's what I was thinking about. And I was thinking of, like, oh, do I open my iPad now and, like, read some Wattpad? <sighs> I'm so glad God saved me because, like, I was, like, not listening sometimes. Um, not you laughing. <laughs> not the Wattpad. That's insane. Um, that, hmm. that is... <laughs> That is insane. Um, well, like, here I'm just like, I need to grasp it. I need to understand what's being said. I need to know what the first reading means and the second reading means. And I need to fully devour the homily. Like, you know, those type of things yeah. just make me so happy. And no matter this is no matter the Catholic church I find myself in. It's not like, oh, mm-hmm. there's a preference in a sense. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I, I, I definitely made me feel closer to God. Yes. Taking a segue. <laughs> Um, you are a student. Um, yeah. You said you go to PWI. What does that mean? Because some people might be like, "What does a PWI mean?" A predominantly white institution. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> um, and what do you study? Mechanical engineering. Per. Um. How has college been so far? How is it different? I know you just this is your first this was this is, you just finished your freshman year and you're about yeah. to start your sophomore year. How was your yeah. freshman year in college? How was the whole experience? Oh, that was it was I would rate it like a eight point five out of ten, you know. Okay. Like at first I got I got there and like I was like missing home. I'm like, I wanna go home and I'll be crying like not not every time though. It's just like once in a while, where I'm like missing home. You're crying. Like, well, yes. Oh, okay. Not often. It was just like, a, oh, I really miss home. You know, like yeah, a few tears. It wasn't like a deep cry, cry. You know what I'm saying? No, not that. No. But um, I would say like I miss home, and then like people would um, cause we're all in the same boat, and then they're like crying as well. And I'm just like, okay. Um, but after that, like I got like um. I made friends. I um, I joined clubs. Um, I got to know people in my class and stuff like that, and like the professors, and like I got to like really know, like maybe I would. I wouldn't say like I was really sure that mechanical engineering was what I wanted to do, because like I would be like, I want to change my major. I want to change my major. I'll say that like every, almost every time, but um, <laughs> I stuck with it, and mm. I think I like it. You know. I can attest to that. Um, I remember one time you called me, and it was it was some design class you were doing, or something. And you were like, "It's not working. It's not working." I was like, "Oh, oh, sorry. You okay?" She's like, "I'm just getting to this point. I'm like, it's not doing that." I was like, "Oh, are you okay?" She's like, "I don't want to major anymore." I don't... Yeah, that was that was a moment of weakness. Don't that... hold me to that. Huh? That was a moment of weakness. Don't hold me to that. No, I know. I I, I feel like a lot of people have gone through that phase. Yeah, yeah. No one has ever been in a major. I'm like, it's smooth sailing, you know? Yeah. Uh, like, sometimes you do rethink a major. I think that's part of life, you know, too. But, like, I yeah. I just remembered. I didn't even know what to do. I, I felt like, you know, carrying myself all the way to California and just, like, giving you a hug. And be like, <laughs> it's going to be okay. It's going to go well. You look back at this and laugh, which we're actually currently doing. Yeah. And, like, um... <laughs> Yeah, and you were like, this is, I don't know, like, even if I want to change my major, I don't want to change two. And I remember you were like, oh, maybe I change math. Yeah. 
Anyway. I remember that. That was the day. That was the Super Bowl day. It's and I was walls. angry because of Rihanna performing, and I was doing freaking design class, computer-aided design. And I was like, that was, I feel like that, that was one of the triggers, you know. Oh, you didn't get to watch the Super Bowl properly because you're busy crying about design. Yes. Oh, mm-hmm. that, <laughs> that is fascinating. Um, and uh, what, because you're in a very, you say you're doing mechanical engineering. Like, that is a very male-dominated field. Uh, even though low-key, I kind of look back and I'm actually surrounded by women engineers. Yay me, even though like, I'm not in STEM of any sort. <laughs> I'm an art person, and that's why, therefore, this podcast. <laughs> um, but most of the women around me are engineers. Well, like you, uh, I'm guessing in a predominantly male field. Can you, like, clarify better? Yes. That's a, yes, predominantly male field. How yes. does that feel for you, usually? Um, it doesn't really, so I, I mean, it might be a little intimidating, but, like, not for me, because, like, I... I don't really care about the other people, oh. but um, like, <laughs> it's like only four girls, and I'm like, okay, interesting, interesting, interesting. Um, but like, like I said, it doesn't really bother me, like, because most of them don't even know what they're doing. So, like, why should I be bothered by this person? You know, mm. and like half of the time, we're all struggling, we're all in the same boat. Everybody's struggling. Like, no one's really like, oh yeah, you're a girl doing this, da da da. Like, I'm better than you. Nah, not really. If you tell me that, I'm gonna look at you like you're goofy. Like, are you? Anyway, um, but yeah, like I don't, I don't feel like a certain like a bad type of way. It's just like a, oh, okay, that's interesting, and then I move on with my life. Mm. You're currently doing mechanical engineering, but your end goal is not mechanical engineering. What is it? It's biomedical engineering. And what do you want to do with that? I want to make prosthetics, you know, mm. to give people a second chance, you know. Yeah, that is beautiful. That's actually beautiful. Um, you want to do, help people. And yeah. um, do you see a pathway in which you can get there currently? Um, yeah, I feel like mechanical engineering was a good start because um, it kind of gives you, like, the basics of engineering and, like, you're also, like, designing stuff as well. So, like, my bachelor's in um, mechanical and then master's in biomedical where I'm, like, okay, I'm familiar with, like, everything that's going on, you know. Mm. Yes. Would there also be, like, chances to, like, go into other engineering fields down the line or it's just, like, you've always set out your sites on biomedical um i would say um i'm still figuring that out i mean right now i'm like oh biomedical engineering but like something might come up and i'm like oh maybe i want that one you know Mm. my mind's not like oh yeah i must do biomedical engineering you know no it's like that's the path i want to follow right now and if something happens along the way then yeah yeah in your journey of figuring out who you are, like, you're still knowing and all those kind of things, like, have you ever had identity crises that you faced? Um, what does that look like to to you? Identity crisis. Um, I feel like I just go about my day just, like, I feel like I'm just nonchalant about <laughs> identity and stuff. I just, like... Um, go on my day and not really worrying about like who I am but if someone asks me like who I am and I'm like oh that's a good question um 
Now where do I start? Like <laughs> literally the start of the podcast. <laughs> Who are you? Zoe, that's a good question. <laughs> yeah, like I don't really like try to like I mean it's a it it'll be nice to like try to figure out who I am, but it's just, like I'm not really gonna like start searching like okay, so who are you? Like it's not gonna be like something I do every day. Like mm. you know, trying to figure out who I am. I just go by my day and if I find who I am, like you know, I mean I feel like every day I guess I know like a little bit about myself, you know. Yeah. So um yeah. That is beautiful. I, I like your attitude towards it to be honest. Like like, I would say, like, sometimes I'm like, oh, who am I? And then I go through, like, a spiral. Why? Wait, what? I will say that it is okay not to know. Because a lot of the, I think a lot of the pressures is that, oh, you have to be this or that. You have to tell yeah. people who you are by now. And you have to know. And, like, no matter the age you are, we're always, like, learning and growing all the time. So... I feel like people should always have that space not to even know, you know? Yeah. Not everyone mm-hmm. needs to be like, and this is who I am, and that is set yeah. in stone. And it's still okay to be like, and this is who I am, and that is set in stone. So it's yeah. not like one is better than the other, you know? Um, I think that it's just a lot of pressures to say. Yeah, that's like um, yeah. untalked. Wait, what is the word? I don't know. But like this expectation that people have mm-hmm. that you don't have to follow, like... It's just like, okay, that like there's an expectation, but like, same as being like a first gen student, you know, like they are faced with like this, okay, so you're supposed to know this, you're supposed to do this, da da da. But then I don't have to do anything. I have to, can I just follow my own path that I want to follow, you know, and do what I want to do? Yeah. You kind of name drop first gen right there. And oh. Like, without actually describing what it is. But can you tell us what first gen is? And if you are first gen, technically. Well, according to your school, you are. Uh, yeah. But, according to my school, yeah. I am. <laughs> uh, yeah, this, it's like uh, when your uh, parents... Well, you're first to graduate from your um, from your family, you know? Like, the, yeah, first to graduate, right? Yeah. But then I was like, I'm not the first... I'm literally, like, the last child. Um, my first... <laughs> <laughs> they're like, yeah, they're first gen as well, you know. I'm yeah. Like, okay. Fun, fun, fun. Cool. Depending on because- the school, we are considered first gen, but like, it all depends on schools. Because, like, I think they consider us first gen because our parents didn't get an American didn't- education. Yeah, they didn't graduate from uh, yeah, here. Yeah, they didn't graduate from the United States. So, a lot of it is that, which I technically understand because like almost like me talking from experience feels like a first gen experience because i was like what is sats and why do i have to take them (laughs) (laughs) why can't i just like go to school and be like here are my grades and take me in um why do i have to take all this process and like i'm like ask mom my mom's like i don't know (laughs) i didn't go here i was like okay let's figure this out by myself um, so I totally get it in a lot of ways in which, like, a lot of people do agree that um, we are first-gen. I kind of see myself as first-gen, too, in my own opinion. And, yeah, first-gen, you actually feel like you need to know. Like, any mistake you make is a disgrace on you and your family. <laughs> <laughs> now you're, huh? and, and you're, like, like, you're a whole disappointment. Yeah, it's, like, a whole disgrace. And also, you need to know what you're doing so that your, like, family's not wasting money on, yeah. on it 
uh, you need to pick the right major right from start. And I'm like, you know, there is space to change majors. It just kind of feels yeah. like, you know, as a first gen, if you change majors in sophomore year, you, you're a failure. <laughs> Um, but yes, I, I, yeah, it's, it's a whole experience and experiencing it with you is also like, I, I like that we're able to look back at you and laugh, you know, yes. um, none of us are crying right now, even though like we did cry in the past <laughs> about it. Um, but yes, um, you said you are a student, you're going to be a biomedical engineer. I was talking about like the identity crises. I want to ask you, ending this, because I kind of ask my guests every episode um, to talk about what advice you'll give people who are trying to figure out who they are. Um, and in your case, what advice would you give people who are, like, they don't know who they are at all? Okay, uh, I would say that, you know, you know it's, just, it's not something you need to worry about. Um you're going to eventually figure out who you are at the end of the day. Like, it's, it might take a gradual process. Like, for me, like, I'm not really worried about, like, oh, this is who I am. I need to do this. No, like, there's always room for growth. There's always room for, like, failures and stuff like that. Every, dude, life is, um, life is life, man. Life just be lifing. And um, <laughs> life is not just a straightforward path. Like, it's not just, yeah. But um, I would say don't let it consume you every time like we're trying to figure out who you are da, da, da. just like go about your day go about your life you know and at the end of the day you might figure out who you are if you don't figure out who you are that's also fine nobody like nobody's really cares you know and you shouldn't really care but yeah that is beautiful i will say that is actually very beautiful advice and like i would take from that life is life <laughs> Life is life in. Um, thank you so much, Zoe. Uh, did you enjoy being here? Of course. You've been here before, though. You're like a I'm... recurring guest. <laughs> thank you for having me again, you know. Yeah. And so don't forget to subscribe and listen wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you. Mm-hmm.